Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And we're back, and I'm yes, not on mute. Yes, we are back. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Who's Got Next podcast, coming live to you across the Dean Blundell Network, and we are in association with DeanBlundell.com. You can also find us on RayRoute.com. And uh, who's got next uh, YouTube channel? What's going on, peeps? Let me introduce you to the voice of the Who's Got Next podcast, the talent, if you will, to my immediate right, left, left, my right, my right on the screen, left on there. Yep. We got our resident angry nerd, Mr. Producer Mike. Right below him, we've got the Boston heartthrob himself, Mr. Connor Commentary. Over to his right, you got the table jumper from Hashtag Sports, Mr. Buffalo Mario. And I'm your MC, your host, Toronto's pride and joy, Ray Rout. Thank you for tuning in. Fellas, what's going on? Welcome. I've got, I, I have to talk first, gentlemen. Shocking. I have to speak first. I need to make this about me. I am what I believe a fantastic manager. I'm a vice president of my marketing department. And then I have another job, director of sports or sports director, if you will, of DeanBlundell.com, soon to be a different media company that we cannot talk about at the moment. It is my job, gentlemen, to go out and find good people. It is my job to make the company money. I am paid on revenue share alone. So when the sports department makes money, I make money. It's important. Guys, I don't know if you're aware of this, but I made what could be the best acquisition ever in the history of sports media. You got Justin Bieber? I did not get the Biebs. We've been trying to get the Biebs. But I want to do it for this site. Ladies and gentlemen, new to the Dean Blundell Network, hashtag sports. How about a round of a hand? Hey, I think I know that guy. (laughs) Guy in the passenger seat. He's wicked famous. He stole my idea of doing a show in a car, though. I don't like that. Yeah, carpool karaoke meets uh, the NFL Network. That's hey, man, works. that's a good crossover. That guy was very popular. <laughs> Is that where you took it from? Did you copy him? Yeah, and it was funny because like uh, two months later after we started it, we started back in uh, January of 2018, I think. Uh, and then he sent you a cease and desist? No, no, he, uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't him. It was um, Seinfeld comes out with comedians and cars drinking coffee. I was like, son of a bitch. Oh, they so copied <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Jerry Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld copied him. That's right. No, he didn't. But he came out, and then everyone else was talking to us. They're like, "Is this like comedians in car?" I was like, oh, "Came out after us, guys." I don't know why. I just it's an I uphill just, battle now. No one's going to believe just, you. In no. the private chat, I just tried to paste 
the entire show rundown and for some reason went up. So I'm just going to do it one at a time as we go so we know who's up next. So Thank we you, can. Ross. But uh, I do want to. Uh, I do want to. Uh, I, can I tell you guys what, what my day looks like tonight? Just uh, because Mario and I got an email. We can't talk what it is, but we got an email about something. And it occurred to me that I don't have enough to do. So tonight I got the podcast now from 7 till 8 o'clock p.m. And it, just after 8 o'clock, we're going to go do the Patreon. At 9 o'clock, I have a meeting with one of our new content creators. Uh, Josh, I think his name is. Um, we're going to do a meet and greet. I'm covering the TFC game. So as we're doing the podcast night, just so you know, guys, in about 20 minutes, I'll have the TFC game running too, because I'm covering that game for the website and I got to write two blogs. So if anybody has a hobby or a project I can work on, um, <laughs> I really appreciate I can it. Do. I could probably find something for you. I yeah, feel I really bad it. for not setting up that new stuff in like the last two weeks now. Yeah, hey, you're, hey, you're a busy man. I yeah. responded to an email. It made Mario laugh. And I said, this is great. I'm only working 15 hours a day now. My wife thinks I need a hobby. So I'm all <laughs> over this. <laughs> um, okay, boys. I know you guys all sent your topics today. I don't really do the topics anymore because I'm kind of the, the mediator here. But I found this article today that I have to share with you guys. I'm just going to read a, a little bit of it. Okay. Um. Dong Chim is the bizarre South Korean game where children, are you ready for this? Yeah. Are allowed to poke you in the bum. Oof. They love this game uh. so much in South Korea that they legitimately built this. Okay. Oh. Oh. <laughs> this is a real thing. All right. Ah. Dong Chim is a popular prank that involves using your index finger to poke someone in between the butt cheeks with as much force as you can muster. Okay. Because nothing can prepare you for the shock of South Korea's craziest pastime, Dong Chim, which translates to poop needle in Korean, is a popular prank that involves using your index finger to poke someone between the bum cheeks with so much as much force as you can muster. This bizarre hobby is practiced by children of all ages across South Korea and is treated by adults as a perfectly normal prank. In fact, when one Korean town wanted to build a statue of two youngsters frolicking by the ocean, they decided one child should be jabbing the other in the bottom. Gentlemen, I'm not sure how you spent your childhood, but I'm going to ask you, do we start... The Who's Got Next Dong Chim League. <laughs> I, I, I'm more on board with last week's, you know, uh, box, boxing. Box, arm boxing. Yeah. Know, I, don't, I don't know about children and um, sticking fingers up the bum. I don't know how that would go over here in America. I don't know what it would be in Canada, but here, I nah, that you you might end up in a little bit of trouble. On what that if we one. just did it with adults? What if we made the adult league, the adult Dong Chim League? <laughs> we we got to get some sort of waiver prior. Can you see the first IR report that says can you, uh, he's, he's out for three weeks because of pink eye? Can you turn your <laughs> oh mic on? Uh, Mara, you are getting, I think you're using your computer mic. You're not using your mic. Okay. Check the settings. Gotcha. You just, and you just signed this guy. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. Actually, he, they put, uh, if you're a Bills fan, he they put out a pretty hype uh, Josh Allen video up on the site today that's going to make Bills fans uh, cream their pants. Of, of him just, like, throwing oh, yeah. interceptions and, like, talking about retirement. 
Yeah, to, uh, retirement at 29. If you guys were on the Patreon last Andrew week, you saw that. he said he's going to retire. Uh, I haven't forgot about that, even though you, you guys don't realize something. Good, yes. As the editor, as the editor of the um, Who's Got Next podcast, I get to rewatch and have fun once again with all you guys. So you don't know. I get to remember things you guys may have forgotten. So I, I remember that on the Patreon last week. I, I want to just... <laughs> I just want to uh, to point. There was no bleeps this week, which made me made me happy. That didn't uh, that didn't you know. That that means we got to dial it up a notch. We do have to kick it up. A notch. <laughs> yeah, can't wait till we get to the. Um, I can't wait till we get to the one word associations, guys. Exclusively only on Patreon. If you click down in the description, it should be down there. I think Ray put it down there. It if you is. want to join the Patreon, it is amazing. It is fun. It is chaos and mayhem. So tonight we're sure all playing Don Jim with each other. <laughs> yes. Virt- virtually, virtual. Do- they don't even have that yet. We're a step ahead. Virtual step ahead. Although they, All right, yeah, it's North Korea thing or something. Can't I got you, Connor. That's another three thousand miles, fellas. Let's get into it, Mike. You got next. All right. So let me. uh You think I would remember what I wrote here? But essentially, it was. I put it in the private chat. I know. I know. But for some reason, and there we go. All right. So I said, which sports hero of yours has let you down so badly through their time in whatever league? You know, I'm not I'm not being specific here that you've lost any sort of respect or admiration for them whatsoever. So as soon as this question popped Mm -hmm. up today, an answer immediately popped into my head. But I'm going to let the other guys go first because mine's like Mine's actually a bit of a dark answer, so I don't want to. I don't want to pull the steam out of the show right now. We just got done talking about Don Chim. Um, <laughs> I want to. Yeah, I. I. I'll, I'll ruin the show after. So I don't know, Mario my, or yeah, uh, Mario, go for Connor. Go first. You guys want to go first? Mario, the floor is yours. All right. Yeah, I think it's it's a matter of expectation that you have for for the athlete involved. Now, I just give you guys a little personally. My favorite players in probably the four major sports were Joe Montana, as Connor said last week. That's Tom, Tom Brady's son. Yes. Uh, Paul Molitor was my favorite baseball player. Clyde Drexler was my favorite World basketball Series champion. player. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, Mario Lemieux was my favorite hockey player. So Stanley Cup tell, champion as a player and an owner. I got a theme with players that I gravitate toward that don't talk. <laughs> so there. Uh, I was kind of like on that fence. So like growing up, my heroes were always across from the dinner table from me. So okay. as far as sports is related, I think I'd love to answer this question, but I think it's when, when people answer, it's going to be people that have a level expectation for their heroes of athletes that they choose to admire. And I think, you know, people could talk about, you know, maybe Barry Bonds or you know, say, I want freaks to be playing the game. It's entertainment for me. You know, give them all the juice they want. I want to be entertained here. Oh, so you're so yep. fucking right. Baseball was better. And by the way, I use Barry Bonds as the. Uh, that's what as, that's what reminded me of. Yeah. I was thinking, you know, he was so revered. But here's the thing. I mean, but he, Con- Connor and I have talked about yeah. this so many times. Baseball was better with steroids. Of course, they had it a million was. home runs. It was awesome. You have these freaks because here's the thing with steroids, and I'm just going to say this real quick: steroids aids in the recovery. Of certain, uh, when your muscles break down, it aids in the recovery of that. It's not going to teach you how to hit a home run. It's not going to teach you how to, you know, bat three hundred and stuff. He it's going to speed up your bat. Hall of Famer 
before he started he started juicing up. We could talk that's about that on another show. Bonds didn't have but, to juice. That's no, that's one of the yeah, big he things. Awesome. He was a beast. He really he really didn't. But what I'm saying is the bring it back to the discussion. It's the level of expectation that you have for the players that you have. You got to realize certain things about them. And I think that's where it goes. I, I want to kick it over to Connor because I'm interested to see who may have let him down. Yeah, um, so there's, there's a specific guy in Buffalo. He's actually the kicker. It's a guy by the name of Tyler Bass. I mean, just everyday existence has has substantially let myself in the league overall down. <laughs> no, but it also is, I don't really I don't really have any any heroes throughout sports. Let me down. I mean, David Ortiz took steroids, but I didn't really care that that came out. I mean, there's people in sports in general, though. It, it, but I guess it's in any it's in anything, not just sports. But there's all sorts of scandals throughout baseball. The NFL obviously has a million scandals. I love it. I watch the NFL every single second that I possibly can. It, it's just disappointing when you see people in the NFL botching stuff all the time. That's more of a disappointment than like a specific person. I can't put somebody who I would say that's like my hero that let me down. I just don't really have anyone outside of Tyler Bass and Josh Allen should get suspended. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll go next because I know Ray wants to uh, stun us all with his dark answer. And, you know, my quick thing here is, and I kind of put the word hero in air quotes because, you know, it depends on how you view them. But I just remember being a kid and when, um, you know, the Red Sox were going through that kind of era in the early 2000s when Johnny Damon signed with the New York Yankees. Oh, To shiny. me, that was borderline like devastating i understand it now more as you know an adult that you know he was just doing what's best for him but that was pretty rough and then uh you know i wouldn't say a hero of mine but i think uh you know we've talked about gronk in the past and some of the things that he did later on with the patriots that uh you know blindside tackle when uh somebody was already on the ground kind of you know I lost a lot of respect for him with that. We've talked about that at nauseum. The people's so. elbow on Tredavious White? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. When somebody came out and said that... the Patriots need to trade Rob Gronkowski and almost got ostracized from Patriots YouTube after that? <laughs> what? I didn't. I forgot it was Trey White, too. I knew it, it was, was somebody on in Buffalo. Yeah. Trey White was a rookie, I think, at that time, too. Yeah. And that was that. when he uh, sent somebody a text and said people in the neighborhood want to want to want to deal with with Gronk. Gronk's a crazy white guy from Buffalo. So few of us. I was so gonna say you know us. any you know any of them, Mario? <laughs> uh <laughs> go outside. I mean, we've <laughs> we've talked about this before. You'd heard of the Gronkowski's growing up, right? Like the family is kind of famous in Buffalo. I heard of them. I've heard of them. They 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 are you know what there's certain people that get passes. Like Daryl Johnston went to my high school. So when the Buffalo Bills were playing the Dallas Cowboys in the Super Bowl, so everyone was kind of torn by it because you had this kid that grew up at Newport and went to school at Syracuse, then he went to the Dallas Cowboys. Everyone was like, well, we don't really care who wins this. but We don't really care. If you weren't, if you weren't from Youngstown or Lewiston, it, it, you know, suburbs of, of Buffalo, you know, north, more north of Buffalo, you, you wanted the Bills to win. You didn't want this. Okay, mm -hmm. it's a good, nice story for him. James Starks, he came out of Niagara Falls. He ended up winning the Super Bowl with the Green Bay Packers. You know, the we Canadian all side? It was a <laughs> the better side? That's a beautiful side over there, Ben. No, he was not off of better beer. Hill. He was off of Main Street. Fully no. naked strip clubs, not not just bikini bars. Oh, God, I can't wait to Patreon. Speaking of naked <laughs> strip clubs, I got something for you guys. Don't worry. Um, but that, be, you know, that, that being said, people didn't care. And as far as Gronk was concerned, people were wondering, like, why did he do that? 
Like he's from here. Why would he do that to a Bills player? That was a thought. Well, how could he turn his back on the Buffalo Bills? Too brute. <laughs> he, okay. He did a lot of bad things to the Buffalo Bills as a player. Many, yes. So I actually wrote an article about this, um, and people took it the wrong way. But the my hero, Tom Brady, for real. I could. I was. 14 years old or 15 years old when he cracked into the league. Don't forget, like I was a kid. I was in high school. I looked up to him. Um, he finally brought the Patriots to a new level. Uh, I, I was one of those guys who, like the other two, but I'm a little bit older than you guys, I, I got the experience of watching Tom Brady as a kid, as an adult. And just so you know, Tom Brady's last year in New England, my oldest daughter was the same age that I was when Brady started with New England. Him him leaving didn't disappoint me. Mm. When the George Floyd tragedy happened, I won't call it an incident, when the tragedy happened, and when guys like Bill Belichick were stopped, you know, stopped football for two days and just had his guys talk, when guys like Patrick Mahomes and Devin McCourty were coming out and speaking out. When guys like Big on Him, Drew Locke, were coming up and speaking out against racial injustice. Now, this wasn't a part of the George Floyd incident, but just this offseason, Joe Burrow speaking up against tragedies. Not a word from Tom Brady's mouth. The face of the NFL. The guy who kids all over the United States looked up to kids that all over the world looked up to and as player after player after player after player came out to talk about injustice tom brady said nothing after the the uh, murder the aubrey um I'm, I'm really apologize i'm forgetting his name the, the two guys were just the three guys were just convicted uh for life um the guy the jogger right it was oh. shortly after mm -hmm. george floyd yep. he was murdered again speak out roger goodell speaks up robert Kraft speaks up crickets from tom brady and he really let me down i had my bitterness of him going to tampa bay but i did my entire podcast with my bitterness with that jersey on my wall you know what i mean um one that i it went down for a while because i lost a lot of respect for him and he let me down as my being a, a hero as a kid and at a time when we connor and i came on this show and spoke up you know what i mean and, and we got some crazy backlash from some rednecks you know what i mean mm -hmm. and he said nothing that disappointed me to the core touche i remember that we were we were waiting for uh for something yep and nothing came out of his mouth um, and people took my disdain as, oh, you're just salty that Brady went to Tampa Bay. And I'm like, no, I'm salty because my childhood hero in a time when I need him to speak up, I need him to, right. to mimic and mirror what I'm saying right now and how I'm feeling said nothing. Certain voices that come out of the NFL will speak volumes louder than others. And his would have, his definitely would have. <clears throat> I did not know that. Thank you, Ross. We're donating. 
uh, TB12 tried to go to uh, the the fins. the the, 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 fins. the, the fins. That's a that's a new one. Legacy tainted. <laughs> thanks for <laughs> thanks Ross for trying to stir the pot. Appreciate we you, appreciate you, Ross. Uh, guys, I do want to get a little political for a second, though, if we can. I think it's important because Joe Biden can't be president forever. Um, he takes too many naps. Uh, if if the feds aren't able to convict Trump, he's probably going to want run for the Republicans. He's probably going to win the Republican nomination. And I believe if the Democrats want to win and stop the insanity, they need to get a candidate just as crazy as Trump to run as a as a as a Democrat. And I was reading Twitter today, and I thought, oh my God, I found the next Democrat nominee. Here we go. Let's see. All right. Antonio Brown is crazy <laughs> enough <laughs> to run for the Democratic Party of the United States of America. And he has the he has the confidence as well. He, he does, does not lack the confidence. He does do not know. No, okay, so I do back, not know I'm who back tweeted on this. Side. Yeah, right. Yeah. I do not know who tweeted this. I apologize for not knowing who tweeted it, but you guys probably saw it as well. They said if Joe Biden goes to prison for any reason. It'll be the first sentence I'll ever complete. <laughs> now, I'm not political. You guys can talk to That's anybody that knows me and this and that. I am not political. I don't. I am. I'm so ignorant when it comes to knowing about politics. I always think me I'm going to get into it the next year. I'm going to start getting into it more. I can't do it. So I am the wrong guy, but when I see something funny, that's funny. I'm not going to I'm going to be I honest with you. When funny. I saw Biden fall off his bike, <laughs> I, I laughed for a week. I'm like, that's your president. No, dude, I used to come on the show every day. Connor and I come on. I look at Connor and go, what the fuck is wrong with your gun? <laughs> Every time I just shrug my shoulders, like, what happened this time? I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. And then, yeah, I'm like, there's too, there's too many things that you could be talking about. I'm like, there's like eight things every day. The political system in the United States is was so in, un, it's so under distress that Connor voted for me to be president of the United States. It rather was the than best, it was the best option at the time. Rather than rather than <laughs> I will vote for a Canadian. <laughs> hey, hey, man, best that was the best candidate available. Oh, that should man. you know what though they you know what though they should they should do a new thing if you are nominated, and you know you should get to sit in the chair at least. <laughs> <laughs> Ray should Every, be able to sit in the chair. Everyone the should get chair. a moment to sit in the chair if they've been if they've been I, voted I, for. I think so. That would I make think sense. so. Because then you'd get to see, like, oh, how does this person look behind the desk? You know. Hey, listen, listen. When they play a football game and you lose, you get to shake everyone's hand on the opposing team. You know, that shake all the hands true. of the losers. The president That's used right. to shake all the hands of the losers. Yep. <laughs> do you guys know that we have more viewers on Twitter right now and on Twitch than we do on 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 YouTube? I didn't. I didn't even we're know we were Twitch. on Twitch. Are we playing Call of Duty? What did, I, did we start playing we're, Call of Duty? Yeah, I don't know. think we are on he, Twitch right now. People are we're stopping on... Call of Duty to watch us. Are we not on Twitch? Oh, did we get bumped again from Twitch? Oh, no, boy. we're on Twitter twice. No, and we should be on Twitch too. James bumped us again, that son of a bitch. Oh, James, whoever it's he is. that a war, boys. Anyways, oh, it's time to move on. Yep. Kana, you got next. All right, boys, this is a topic sincere to my heart. Everyone in the chat's talking about food, and I think there are certain people who cook that don't get the type of respect that they deserve. You know, there's a lot of people out there that make all these great dishes, but everyone disrespects anything that's cooked in the conventional or conventional, conventional oven. So do people who cook frozen foods 
count as cooks, count as chefs? Do they not get the respect that they deserve? Because I don't think that they do. I think that they're they're stellar cooks and that they should be admired for it. Ray looks Ray looks disgusted. He's like, <laughs> I just I I had I had to write the description for this show today and was trying to like like I try to figure out who we are and how to explain the show to people, right? <laughs> like it's a show about nothing, but there's something. So the way I explain it though is like even when you're discussing the most serious of subject, there's always room for laughter. You know what shit. I mean? Just four guys talking shit, having fun, right? Yeah. Um, this is, this is what I wrote for our description and which will be the blog on the website when I promote the, 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 the podcast as well. And it'll just be on celebrity chefs have inspired generations of home cooks to show off their culinary flair. But what about people who have expertly prepared frozen food on a night by night basis? Is Bingo. it time to start putting respect on the names of the frozen food chefs? We legit yep. have a guy, Ryan Lindley. He's been on my, the old incarnation of my show. Mario, you were here. Mm-hmm. Turned into like a two-hour show. Um, yeah. he's got a he's got a, a, a piece called Getting Sauce with Ryan Lindley, where he like delivers these beautiful recipes that you can try and cook yourself. And we have an entire segment that has been written and will be published on that very same website about should we be hailing the frozen food chefs? Correct. I mean, I'm sure he would agree that frozen food well, does not get the respect that it deserves. I think in order to get the, to the, the root of this question that Connor is asking, I need to ask Connor a question. I'm always prepared for questions. Is a Pop-Tart a ravioli? Oh, no. My. No, of course not. <laughs> I no, thought that's totally, where this was coming. Totally, totally different. A Pop-Tart, you don't, even, you don't even cook a Pop-Tart. You just open it up and eat it. <laughs> What are you guys oh. putting pop tarts in the microwave or something? You, you're not putting them in. Uh, did, you never seen the. Uh, you never seen the stand up bit with. Uh, God, I can't remember the comic's name right now. Uh, Brian Regan. He goes. Do you ever oh. read the back of a pop tart box? You put it in there. You could actually put never. it in the microwave. And the directions are: you put it in the microwave for three seconds. <laughs> All right, that's fair. You just got to soften it up a little. He goes, guys, if you need to, if you can only zap fry your pop tarts, you need to open up your schedule a little bit. <laughs> hey, hey, man, you you're busy in the morning. Nice, quick three seconds. Get the pop tart heated heat up. Wait, that's not cooking. So you don't you. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't count so you don't even warm up your own pop tarts is that what you're saying i don't have that type of time man you know i'm a man on the run i don't need it to be heated up don't you work uh, from home don't you start your morning at home pretty much yeah you know nine ten o'clock in the morning you know you I'm, I, I got things to do because you don't really have a schedule right like your schedule uh, is your appointments correct pretty much yeah and you don't have time to heat up a pop tart Hey, man, he just said it takes three seconds. Who knows? You could <laughs> undercook it. It might need four. You know, I, I don't have. I can't just do that. Connor, maybe, can you bring your can you bring your camera over to your freezer right now? Can we see what's in there? I don't know if I can. I don't think off. he can. I've seen him. Take pic- I've seen pictures there's, of his fridge. There's not much in there. Just so you know. <laughs> Is it going to be like Bud Light? Are you hoarding Bud Light after the uh, fiasco of 2022? Who wouldn't, though, Mike? Yeah, who wouldn't, Mike? You know, I went out the next day and I started buying it up. You, you're not yeah. scared about the shortage, Mario? Knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, that was uh, that that picture. That was the the Bud Light truck tipped over, right? That was a, a yeah, rough was. day for the Who's it Got was Next a bad podcast. Day. You could see that all of us were like, we were, we were distraught, up, man. All that of us were distraught. Day. I had to take the rest of the day off from work. Do you know it's kind of pathetic that we're all four grown men and we all drink light beer? <laughs> not one of us drinks like 
real beer, like Miller Genuine Draft, or hey, or, hey, or just hey, Budweiser. Me, man, I'll, I'll 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 drink whatever whatever comes across my uh, my plate. But on the occasion, on, on the, the occasion, occasion, I will I will have a Coors Original Banquet out of the. Oh, uh, all right. If I'm going a la, you know, Johnny Lawrence and Cobra Kai. When you go, I'll when you're going fancy. <laughs> when I'm going fancy, or the 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 Killian's Irish Red. But See, I can't I'm have more than two of those. I'm full. I'm, I'm an import kind of like beer drinker. So I like Stella. I drink a lot of Heineken, uh, Lohenbrau, which is like a German beer, Dap. So well, I drink a lot to, of those. We have to quantify this though now, right? Because an okay. import for you is not an import for me. We got to remember. That. European beer is not an import for you. No, what I'm saying is import the import section of consumers <laughs> beer has labat Molson, i was gonna say labat blue 100 yeah. yeah. yeah, oh see and, and only quebec Bats. drinks labat blue and fucking like that's why i don't understand buffalo in the labat blue like the rest of canada we all see labat and we're like Ugh. yeah it i don't like labat weird. to be honest it's weird it, it's because weird. it's a pilsner it's not a lager it's a pilsner it used to be a big battle right you're either a canadian drinker or a blue drinker when i met my wife she was a blue drinker i was a canadian drinker she was a blue drinker um you because Canadian beers like moonshine hell yes <laughs> hell yes <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah no but it, it's just like i don't my wife was the only person i knew who drank about blue my friends and i all drank molson canadian and then my wife even converted to canadian and then i started getting into the european beers so then i started getting into like yeah. the stella i really like um grolsch is a good Ooh, beer grolsch is good i love the cap yeah. on the grolsch the pop Pretty. the pop top oh, yeah glorious and then i think on like a hot summer day to be real with you like on a hot summer day like chilling out in the backyard uh, a corona with a lime. Oh yeah yep. you can't, yeah you can't you can't yeah and the heat yeah 100 yeah. actually i don't mind either bud light lime on a hot day but just one like, i can't drink too. i can't drink like i can't drink three or four of those though like i can have one in kind of in between you know the other beers Oh yeah, you know what bugs me is these freaking commercials of Mick Ultra where they see show people working out and then they're running up to each other and be like, "I just ran a five k. Give me an ultra." <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Nobody's drinking an ultra after a five k. No, there's, maybe there's, maybe a, maybe a marathon. Tequila after a five k. <laughs> they're shooting tequila. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. We got to get dark again. Um, so before before we do, I'd like to share you with you what I what I think is a fantastic video. Maybe you guys won't, oh, but I I think it's fantastic. Um, you guys have heard of UberX? Mm, I think so. Please let me introduce you to UberZ. <laughs> what? Is that a guy on a shopping cart? That's a shopping cart. <laughs> wow. In the rain. Hell yes. Oh, Hell yes. That's a man drinking some moonshine. <laughs> Dude, gas prices are ridiculous. What do you think this guy's going to do? He's going to call an Uber. It's going to be $30. Grab onto the back of this thing. You'll be there in no time. That's a Labatt drinker right there. Just so you guys know, that's he a Labatt drinker. He probably didn't even spill his beer. That's almost as crazy as the time when I saw a guy driving down the road that had a mattress in the top of the car. And I said, man, hookers are doing DoorDash now. That's crazy. <laughs> hey, you got to bring your own supplies there. Are you, it's a, are you it's a tax really? Right off. So here's a question for you. Are you really like a guy if you can't drive the road down the road like a mattress on your car, not tied down, just holding it on with one arm? Like, is that not? Well, the mattresses it, don't have. Is there another way to anymore. do it? The mattresses don't have those things you can hold on to. I think Ray just yeeted himself. Yeah, he was going to say he just bounced. 
Enough, <laughs> enough of these like, guys. <laughs> he just... That's so great. I knew it was going to happen. Everything was starting to lag. I knew that. Like, like lightning or something? Yeah, we got wickets. We got storms all day. But I could see it. I also, I got the game. Yeah, he's playing Rubik's Cube now. Watch this. Here it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, yeet. Here it comes. Yeet. Oh, boy. Stop it. <laughs> I'm not even doing it. Everything's no, I'm lagging. Not doing it. I don't Anyways, know how to do anything. Does that not? I don't know where I cut off, but does that not constitute being a guy? Like, aren't you only a real man when you can drive down the road with something that should be tied down on the top of your car, holding on to it with one arm? Does that not like not Mike in his fucking Tesla, but like guys in a car that burn <laughs> gasoline and kill and fucking kill the planet? You know what I mean? Like that. Type <laughs> didn't of thing? you didn't you tweet the video of the kid trying to like skateboard with his car the other day? Was that you? Yeah, it was me. Yeah. Funny story. My old boss. He's now a colleague of mine, but my old boss, his son. She's not a funny story. Fucking tried doing that, holding on to a skateboard and fell and like cracked his head. Was in the hospital for like Ooh. months after that. So don't do it, kids. And don't ride shopping carts behind trucks. All right. We need to move on. It's a half hour. Dangerous. We've only got half an hour left. Mario, you got next. All right. I'm going to throw this bad boy in the chat for everybody that is watching on uh, YouTube as well. Something that was very interesting to me, and I thought it was very, it could be a very interesting topic for the gentleman tonight on Who's Got Next podcast. Has social media skewed celebrities and athletes when it comes to fair trials? Many are guilty in the quote unquote court of public opinion. So does that carry over? And before you guys answer this, make sure you hit that like and subscribe button before the Who's Got Next podcast. But I'm interested to know your guys' take on this. I'm very interested because guys and athletes and celebrities will be ostracized in the media and completely torn down. How does that make for a fair trial, given that social media has such a huge reach? How could you find jurors that are impartial in a certain you know, um, in a certain court setting. I mean, I, I mean, I want to start with Ray and kick it over to Connor and then finish up with Mike. I'm so interested to know your guys' take on this. We have now, okay, so I can tie this all into the story that I, like, I mean, I cover everything for, for Dean Blundell, but for the network, the story that I've sort of been the lead on that nobody's kind of allowed to touch, it's my thing, is the whole Deshaun Watson story, right? And I've been yeah. covering it since last March, when the stories of the lawsuits broke. I don't want to remind everybody, this was March 2021 that this story started. That's how long I've been following this story. And if you watch my coverage of that show or of that story, it changes as we go along, right? Like if you go all of 2021, I'm like, eh, this just, you know, okay, more girls are coming out. But I made the mistake with Tyree Kill where I jumped to judgment immediately based on that that tape that came out that audio and then when the full audio came out you found out like he was getting baited in what he was saying and everything was misconstrued and you hear things out of context and it makes no sense and then i'm like so i'm like okay so i'm not gonna make that mistake again so i was like i was going through it going through it going through it and then i've eventually led to like yeah he's guilty as shit right there's enough evidence now in my opinion that i'm allowed to say he's guilty i think he should be suspended for a year however not a lot of people took that strategy. They took the, you, and I said it then, we have now in this world taken the guilty until proven innocent, right? We've gone the opposite. Nobody's innocent until proven guilty. And it's the same with, with anything. Um, we're not political. I do not like Donald Trump. People know that. Um, but it's happened with Donald Trump, his entire presidency, everything he did, he was lying or guilty without any proof. Um, it, the same thing happens to Biden. The same thing happened to Obama. It happens to all of them. It happens to Trudeau here. Another guy that I hate. 
But I think that Trudeau sometimes is automatically, you know, pinned into these situations that is undeserving. And whether it's the court of law, whether it is, but the court of public opinion, um, I do believe has a strong, strong case towards um, decisions of whether that's a judge decision, jury decision, anything of that nature, because you know, back in the day, you used to be able to find 12 jurors who have never heard of the defendant in front of them, no matter how profile, right? Or didn't know the story. Yeah. It's impossible today. Everybody has, I know one person in life who doesn't have social media. I don't know how he does it. He's my age. He's my best friend in the world. He doesn't have social media uh, because he tries to just, you know, avoid it like the plague. Yet he somehow sends me tweets all the time. So I don't know how he <laughs> claims to not have social media, but... Yeah, it's uh, it's that. And just to throw this out here for my two Boston guys here tonight, the uh, Toronto FC game I'm covering are playing the New England Revolution. Oh, and I it's know. A, it's a it's a big game for both teams for a playoff spot tonight. It's a a big big game. So I think Robert Kraft owns the New England Revolution. They do. Yes. The game's wow. in Toronto though. Let's the go. game is in Toronto. All right, go team, go! I hope no, both yeah. teams go TFC. Well. Yes, yeah. And TFC wins, gets the three points. Yeah, Great. I hope Great. they some do. Excellent but points because. Because the, what happens is, what you now, what you you, you kind of hinted toward, which is very very interesting, is the fact that these individuals now, not only the individuals that are going to be going, let's say that whatever they do goes to a courtroom. That now it becomes where the individual that is trying the case, the individual, the judge, they're all public figures now. People know their names, and now their names are getting out there. So when they end up making a decision, right or wrong, they're sitting there going, "Wait." These are the people that put me in this position. People put me in this position. I have to consider them when you're not completely focused on the things you have to with the case itself. You're like, okay, if I rule this way, how will that, you know, because because polls are saying that so many people think that he's guilty. If I say he's innocent, well, that's not going to look favorable upon me, blah, 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 blah. So that's why it's so interesting to me now. The advent and the as technology grows and social media grows, it's so interesting to find out how many of these are actually trials and how many of them actually are just people going through the motions? Well, I also think too, it's because of what we see on social media, it also affects the response to let's say the jury found Amber Heard didn't owe Johnny Depp money after the amount of TikToks and the amount of, of social media that was posted about Amber Heard and her lawyers. Imagine if they turned around because you actually watched the entire case and it was like, no, you know, she doesn't owe her money. Yeah, she shit on his bed, but he broke a cabinet, so it kind of works it out with each other. You know, everybody shits the bed every once in a while, purposely or not. Yep. And um, it's, you know, the reaction in the vial. However, what I will throw out there, though, is is when the when Amber Heard first made the accusations towards Johnny Depp, Disney pulled his contract for Pirates of the Caribbean, which yeah. is was a cash cow for them. He mm -hmm. now won't do it for 150,000 goats or whatever he said he wouldn't do it. Um, it's ruined a Disney franchise. He was canceled across the board. And I'm going to say there was a lot of insults that came out after, like, oh, I think everybody owes Johnny Depp an apology, but nobody apologized. Nobody. Right? We're yeah, so yeah. quick to attack. We're so quick to, to do things. And I think what happens sometimes is, is like, I'm a big fan of the Me Too movement. You know what I mean? I think call out Harvey Weinstein. You know what I mean? But I think that when we cancel everybody so quickly without the facts, it takes momentum away from those types of movements. 
Well, Amber Heard is still trying to bury him, too. Like, they're still trying to throw random stuff out there. Like, she's trying to weaponize the, the Me Too movement. And I'm not going to go off on too much of a tangent on this. But, you know, she just tried to throw out there the other day or, you know, some of these court documents got released. Oh, well, he has ED and, like, went off on a big tangent on that and tried to, like, get that trending on social media. And I'm like, this is something private between you and him. It got released in public court documents, and you're trying to weaponize it against him for monetary purposes. Like, I think I though, yeah, I think if you're Johnny Depp and you've got erectile dysfunction, you got to own that. You just he should he should have the uh, means to be able to figure something out there, right? I mean, I, mean, I think that although he's he, missing out money. on 150,000 goats now that he's lost now now that he's lost parts of the Caribbean, I mean, I, I see a Cialis or Blue Chew sponsorship somewhere in there, right? That, that would make sense. And he is waiting on that uh, big settlement that he's supposed to have coming. Oh, yeah. After yeah. 11 appeals and nine bankruptcies or whatever is going to happen, we'll, we'll, we'll see what he actually gets. But that's one of the issues when it comes to this type of stuff is I feel like as soon as there's an accusation, though, anybody who's related to it, like Disney in this situation, they don't want to have any association. So immediately they're going to cut ties. And then it takes a while for anything to play out. So like in this situation, that tie has already been severed. So they can't go back and try and talk to Johnny Depp now about it. But as far as a jury goes, I could have sat on that jury because I didn't know who Amber Heard was. I had no idea what Johnny Depp was doing. I didn't even know that they were a couple or anything that transpired. I so love you so much. They, they could have got I me. Love, they could have got I, me. I, I, I never love heard, that. never heard anything are, about it. You are so unaware of the world around exactly. you. Exactly. Yep. It's just, I love it so much. Um, today, I put out a tweet that said, if, if you knew people behind this, if you knew people for real behind the scenes, dot, 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 and... Uh, I'll just tell you that people on this own show um, are proof of that tweet. But uh, yes. guys, we need to move. On. <laughs> and uh, guys, we need to uh, move on here. And uh, but we're going to stick with Mario. You're still next. Is this a Mason Rudolph thing that we're talking about? <laughs> okay, all right. Let's, ladies and gentlemen, let's try to lighten it up a little bit. Um, I I've got mine, by the way. So I literally almost said hashtag nation. This is kind of funny. Well, Ray, you're going to hit clean up on this one. Okay. You're going to hit clean up on this. Oh, one, no, so. no. But I need, can I just say mine first and then I'll say why? Okay. Well, okay. All right. So, uh, well, then we'll kick it over to Mike and then uh, Connor will hit clean up on this one. So, uh, who's got next on the Who's Got Next podcast? You can have dinner with four athletes alive or not of your choice. Who and why? OJ Simpson, Deshaun Watson, Michael Vick, and Aaron Hernandez. Wow. Oh. <laughs> what a what a brew. Wow. Okay. Okay. And and Ray is taking him to the arsenic table. Wow. <laughs> to, have poison, to have poison salads. Okay, no, I'll I'll, I'll hit clean up. I just wanted to make the joke. <laughs> was that it was inspired by the private chat? Was it no, no, I had it since the beginning. I was so scared Connor was going to make it, so I had to get it out before it went to him. All right, Mike, I'm curious. Who you got? Four athletes that you could sit down and have dinner with. You know, five course meal, whatever. I'm um, interested to hear who you would have dinner with. Yeah, mine. I'm not going to pick anybody uh, who's not with us any longer because I feel like that joke's going to get played out by the end of this. But uh, I'll, I'll I'll go. I'll go Tom Brady. I'm not going to go an athlete. I'm going to go Bill Bill Belichick. Um, Technically, he played football, so he's kind of an athlete. Yeah, kind kind of an athlete. Um, who am I going to go for two more? 
I put a lot of thought into this, clearly. Think, I'm so uh, happy we see the questions ahead of time so everybody can come up. I think, with I think Cam, Cam Newton, like he would just be such a, a stark difference from those other two. Like just, just a great guy, great quarterback. His time with the Patriots was legendary. So, you know, I want to know what's going on there. And uh, Joe Montana. I thought you I thought you were going to go for the the quad Patriots. Wow, Tom Brady, his uncle, his uncle uh, Bill Belichick, <laughs> and his father and his son Joe Montana. Jeez, I knew it was coming. What a trio! You that didn't was... pick his dad though, eh? Robert Kraft. You went no, with his son touche. No, it's Robert Ro- Robert Kraft for another day. All right, that's fair. We're all right, we're buddies anyway, so it doesn't matter. You and Robert Kraft? Yeah, I'm not supposed nice. to talk about it. Okay, right, I think there's know. a Y attached to this now. Let me know if you can uh, get in t- get me in touch with them. Connor's been trying for a long time. I've been trying. Time. They hang they, up on yeah. us at Gillette no, Stadium. Yeah, no he, respect he, for me over there. Listen, I didn't still want to the best, you Still the best Patreon we ever did. Us calling <laughs> Gillette Stadium trying to ask for Robert or Jonathan Kraft. I was, yeah, I, I didn't want, want to, to tell you guys question. at the time. He was he was kind of pissed that you guys did that. Jonathan oh. was really ticked off when he heard the message. He's way less fun than Robert, dude. He's way okay, more why right. did you pick those four, okay. Mike? Wow. Aggressive. We got 15 minutes. Maybe, maybe I won't even say why now. No, uh, listen, obviously, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, you know, be- best, you know, pairing in sports. I think, you know, we can say we've ever seen uh, Joe Montana, you know, obviously helped revolutionize uh, football, um, you know, under Bill Walsh. So, um, you know, I'll just I'll I'll leave it there. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. <clears throat> Very nice. All right, Connor, what do you got, bud? All right. So the first one's going to go without saying, I'm obviously going Nick Folk. I mean, <laughs> Ross, tee, Ross, tee it up. You Have you ever met a talent like this? You He's gotta... a generational talent. He's the best kicker in the league. I mean, Bill Belichick says he loves to talk to him about it. He loves, they have great chats about kicking in different weather, the wind. I mean, the amount of knowledge that you could learn from Nick Folk eating this five-course meal is monumental. So Nick Folk, hands down, without a doubt, Number two, Josh Allen. I've been saying all along, I think Josh Allen should be suspended. I think eating a five-course meal with him, I'd be able to ask him a lot of questions. You know, maybe find out he uh, tried a little weed back in high school. You know, maybe a little underage drinking in college. A few things here or there. So I'd, I'd have to see what I could do about uh, your, your hero, Josh Allen, over there. Number three would be Randy Moss. Because I would just love to talk to Randy Moss about the 2007 season and how ridiculously uh, fantastic that was. So that one goes without saying. And uh, number four, I would go with Bill Belichick's father because he Ooh. also played a year in the NFL, I believe. Steve? And then, yeah, Steve. And then he was the, the one who he's the one who Bill always says, like, originally started teaching him the game. So I would love to see Mr. He also, Mr. He also wrote the book on scouting. He did, right? Wrote the, like, literally, literally wrote literally wrote the book on scouting. Right. So those those would be my four. Obviously, uh, Nick Folk goes without saying. You know what's crazy? I had a bunch of different ways I can go with this. And can I, I get so... my four? No. Why? <laughs> go ahead, Ray. I'm sorry. Jesus. Because <laughs> I had a four, I had a joke for as well, and it was the Manning family. It was Peyton Cooper. Well, you could have finished with it. You could have yeah. finished with it. No, no, because I want to give my serious one. We I can start with a joke. Thing. We can finish with a joke. I took too much time. God, you guys are leading up to this. Go. <laughs> Okay, so hear me out on this one. I want to go Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, 
Cristiano Ronaldo and uh, Wayne Gretzky. I couldn't Ooh, figure out if I wanted goats. to. Yeah. Yes. I want to go with the goats because I what I want to know is in this discussion, you've got guys that are very different. You've got guys like Jordan who are like, yeah, I'm the goat, right? You've got guys like Gretzky and Brady who are like, I don't like that word. You know what I mean? I don't like the 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 labels. And then you got like a guy like Ronaldo, who, in my opinion, I don't know, Messi fans are gonna go ballistic here. I think is is the goat. Um, I, I he hasn't come out and said, yeah, I'm the goat, but you can tell he thinks he's the goat, right? So I'd really like to just hear the mentality of not just elite athletes, but the mentality of the guys who are seen as arguably the best to ever play at their sport or their position or whatever it may be, and kind of just like get their thoughts and feelings about it and just hear the differences of 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 what I could absorb from that conversation. Hmm. That's interesting. That's very interesting. My four is completely ridiculous. Now I could I could do a cop out and say the four guys that I mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast are my four favorite players when I was growing up. That's that'd be an easy one for me. But I was like, I was trying to think about it and I was going back and forth. I was like, okay, all right, let me just try to let me try to get a little bit interesting here. I got two quarterbacks and I got two defenders. And I'm so interested to see the dynamic between those guys because my first one was Joe Montana. I'd love to have you know that Joe Montana. The other one, Kenny Stabler. You know, Kenny Stabler was quoted many times as saying he used to read the 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 playbook by the light of the jukebox. You know, back nice. in the 70s when they used to play. Uh, love game. Rock and roll. And I'm so interested to see how that dynamic played out, how the game changed so much from the 70s to the 80s and all that. You know, Walsh made it very cerebral. And the other side of the ball, it's gonna probably surprise some of you guys, but I want I would like to have Ronnie Lott. And Troy Polamalu, no. two of the most hard-hitting cerebral safeties that you can have, and just see how those guys go against each other and have the have a talk at the dinner table of, you know, what what really wins championships? Is it the is it the strategy of the offense or is it defense? The, the old moniker defense wins championships, and me just sitting there in the middle of it, not having to say a word, just enjoying the conversation. So I, I thought that that was, for me, I'd like it to be interesting and entertaining, and. For some of you viewers that are actually sitting down and watching this right now, this is why you're here, right? The four of us, hopefully you find, are interesting and entertaining. So, Who would you want to have dinner with? <laughs> Which is the four of us? Oh I'm just uh, having, some of them I'm might be having dinner with us right now. You'd have to take a loan to have dinner with me. I, I eat a lot. <laughs> yeah, and if you go to Connors, you're going to get frozen food. We're not even guaranteed it's going to be cooked. Which you guys don't think is going to be good. I mean, it's already cooked. So you just have to heat it up. So if you mess it up, you don't get sick. It's not how like many you're how get many times salmonella you, poisoning or whatever. How many times have you had? How many times have you had cold food? Oh, I eat cold food all the time. I just ate cold food for dinner because you didn't heat it up enough. No, because it was it was uh, it's your mother's food prior. No, sometimes food you cook prior and then you just eat it cold. The leftovers okay it doesn't need to be heated up. Okay. Well, I'm not fancy so, over here. I just want to. I just want to say that out of the the hundred and something years of sport that we you know have tracked in history, soccer all over the world. I think there's like a million soccer professional soccer players right now. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, all that out of all these different athletes, thirteen of the sixteen that were picked on this panel were football players. 
runs. You guys need you guys need to you guys need to open your minds a little bit. (laughs) All right. I don't need to talk to any of those soccer Listen, just guys. We, we, we've, we've only got a, we've only got a couple minutes left here. We're gonna go, uh, Mike. You got next. Okay. <clears throat> stand by. Stand by. Okay. Let's see. Okay. <clears throat> what food item do you become a food snob about, especially when you're dining out? Also, does your oven have a convection setting? <laughs> That's a um, question. You know, I, I said this because, you, you know, the other day I was like, uh, I was talking to my friend. I said, you know, I'm not a food snob. And then I go to get get coffee with somebody and I'm like, this coffee sucks. They put too much sweetener in it. It's they not put oat really milk in it. It's not it's a, pan- exactly. it's a pandemic. It's a pandemic now. A pandemic so of I, oat milk? Of oat milk. Yeah. Too. That's what they're doing to us. Yeah, they, they're pushing it on us. You know the vegans of the world. They want it. You know you can't have. That, that's that's who it is. Anyway, I don't, it I don't realize like, I don't treatment of oats in the United States either. It's whatever those oats are coming from, man. But I don't like the treatment that they're 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 treated like like animals. Right. Come on now, come on now, come on now. Right. The, oh the, the 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 feeling you have when you throw a steak on the grill and the smell that it emits. Oh. It's it's like when vegans cut the grass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let them have that one. Okay. I Let asked, them have their oats. I asked Ryan. I asked Ryan Lindley, the guy who's like the. I asked him if you could, because I don't know if you guys. I don't want to get dark, but you. Some of you guys know I'm actually on the verge of going vegan, right? Um, until I, I may, I'm probably not anymore because I've been sourcing out farms, but I refuse to buy mass-produced meat anymore just because of the treatment of animals, like some of it's disgusting. Um, but I'm, so I'm now sourcing where I'm actually going to farms and seeing the treatment of the animals. Um, cause I think that there can be a balance between consuming meat and slaughter, not being the best thing to ever happen to the animal. You know what I mean? I think that we can find a balance between that. So I'm not against eating meat. I'm against chickens living in two by two cages. You know what I mean? Uh, in a crouched yeah. position the whole time. Cut off their beaks so they don't fight. You know, yeah. Stuff like that. yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think there's a balance. Um, but anyways, I didn't I didn't think about the whole sourcing farm thing at first. So I reached out to Ryan. He knows a lot of recipes. And I was like, could you, you know, do you have any good like vegetarian or, or vegan recipes that you could point out to me? And he sent me a picture of a, uh, a bag of grass. And that was his, that was the recipes he suggested. I might, maybe I can cook. <laughs> <laughs> but Michael, to answer your question for me, it's pasta. Um, I normally don't order pasta at a restaurant because yep. a nobody can cook pasta and sauce like my mother. Um, yes. Number two, if you cook it wrong, I'm going to be so pissed. Number three, I can cook a beautiful pasta meal with a beautiful sauce all made from scratch that I spent all day cooking for like $12 and you're going to charge me like $18 for the thing of pasta. So if I do order pasta, like there's an Italian restaurant near my work, and sometimes I get the spaghetti and meatballs because it's it's like Nona made them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's it's I will pay for that. Um, if I order pasta from you and you give me uh, what what was um, the line from Good- Goodfellas? You give me spaghetti and ketchup. Tomato you know what I mean? Sauce and yeah. ramen. Yeah, I'm yes. I'm gonna be upset. So pasta's where I'm where I'm a big snob when I'm at a restaurant. Oh yeah. god, that is great. I like that. For me, it's. I have I have a rule sometimes when I go out, I don't really go out to eat something that I can make at home. 
So when I go out, it's okay. I'm going to a sushi place, or I'm going to hibachi grill, or I'm going here, or I'm going to this place. I don't usually go out and get something that I can make myself. Yeah, me neither. But when actually. I do go to those places, pop tarts are everywhere. Connor, <laughs> well, you know this. Oh, I didn't even catch that. I didn't even catch that. Connor said you're right. I, I took that as a serious comment. When he said me you gotta fuck you you go to pizza shops and get slices of pizza don't bullshit that's that's true i am a lying (laughs) no but what i'm saying is if i go to those places it's like i'm not a snob but i'm comparing you know what i mean like ray if you go to an italian restaurant and you order the chicken parm or you do this you're like oh i i i like what they did here i don't like what they did here the sauce is a little too sweet you gotta you know it's it's funny you say that though because like we go to Eastside mario's here I don't know if you guys have those, right? In the States? Yeah? No? I've heard of it. I don't It's don't like a them. New York Italian restaurant, right? Okay. Yeah. I go there with the expectation that it's fake Italian. It'd be like going to Olive Garden. You know what I mean? Ooh. Yeah. Oh my you, God. Can you say that louder for the people in the back, please? It, it's like going to Olive, Olive Garden, Garden, please. You yeah, don't go to you don't it's go to Olive Garden. <laughs> if you go to Olive Garden or you go to Eastside Mario's or one of those places, you have to go in with the expectation that you're not getting authentic Italian food. You're getting right. cheap sauce. You're getting what I think they did in the Sopranos they would call gravy. You know what I mean? You're not getting a real <laughs> tomato sauce. You're not getting none of that. It's it's but if you can go there and you can have the expectations of I'm gonna eat a good meal, it's not gonna be Italian. But whether they call it that or not, you can enjoy it. If you go to Olive Garden or you go to Side Marrow's wanting Italian food, then you're going to be massively disappointed. 100%. It's fair. Yeah. 100%. Like, I, fair. like, we got like when you go to here, Olive Garden or tacos. Yeah. <laughs> they're, not, they're not bad there. We have places, and I, you know, if you guys ever decide to make the trip up to Buffalo, I'm going to tell you there are places in Buffalo that are, there's only one place. When you know there's only one of those places, you know it's a you know it's a place. Well, it's trust. Buffalo. There might literally only be one place. True, very true. <laughs> but the point is this: you can trust that place. It's not a chain. They put all their resources, mom and pop shop, this and that, and they give you your your food on like a thirty inch <laughs> like saucer, and oh. they're like, "Is this my last meal? Am I gonna?" No, dude. That's gonna, how you know it's real place? Italian. The place, yeah, the place, huge. The place beside my work, two doors down, Zito's Italiano or Zito's Restaurante, not Italiano. Zito's a uh, uh, Restaurante. It's like it's got like six booths in there. I got a chicken parm today, a sandwich, on a fuck on a like a legit full loaf of bread. You know what yeah. I mean? With the with the hot peppers, the onions, the sauce, the mozzarella, oh, uh, the provolone, dude. the cheese. As soon as I pulled the thing apart, the cheese was driven. Real, real cutlets, like super good. Um, okay, listen, I gotta. We got only a couple minutes left. I do want to get to this, Connor. You wrap us up, buddy. You got next. Yeah. So I saw the other day. I don't know if you guys saw it as well that they put out a list of the uh, teams and how much they won between 2010 and 2019, ten seasons in that decade. Um, the Patriots lost 35 games in 10 years. So that would mean if you look back on it, 12 and four technically would have been considered a down season, which now 12 and four, you're basically guaranteed to, you know, be a one or a two seed. Are we ever going to see that type of dominance ever again? Or is it, we never just going to see a coach and a, and a quarterback that matched up like that? Regardless of how Mario feels about Tom Brady regardless of 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 every other moron who feels like him what we've seen with the new england patriots from 2000 till 2019 yep in my opinion will never be replicated again i don't think so either 
The co- just uh, the combination. Nah, just, the combination. Ray, what do I do for a living? You're a teacher. I'm a math teacher. Okay, so it's hard for me to ignore numbers. I never said anything about that. That's okay. It's in the past. Let me just give you guys. You want to keep it in the past, don't you? Let me just give you. I, it is what it is now. I, I said it ended it. in 2019. I didn't say it's still going. But what I, I'm again, saying is, I just you didn't let me finish my point. You got got all high and mighty, like I'm a teacher and you're not. But and I get summers <laughs> off and you don't. Also, I think it's going to keep going, starting Anyways, again this year. Just to finish, <laughs> to have the perfect storm of Robert Kraft, Bill Belichick, and Tom Brady all in one go. I don't know if you'll find an owner. Is dedicated as Kraft was to yep. what they did with the facility and stuff. To who, who a guy who was a fan, he didn't invest in the team as an investment. Like the guy had season tickets for twenty years before he bought the team. And Belichick, who became, you know, what's probably the greatest coach in sports, arguably. And then Tom Brady, that regardless of what you think of his talent, we know is a field general, one of the smartest quarterbacks to ever play the game, and has the clutch gene to have all three of those accumulate in one spot and have the Willie McGinnis's, the Dante Hightowers, the Brewskis, uh, the, the Vince Wilforks that just kind of rotate in and out of that, that system. Um, I don't know if you'll ever see that accumulation again. I will say that as far as this, cause this discussion was dominance. Cause during that time they won three, correct? They yes. Won three titles. They won, they won yes. three and they went to five. Okay. I will agree on that part of it because that's not written there. Through a 10-year stretch, losing 35 games, now that the NFL has added a game is even tougher. I understand that. Odds are definitely against. But I just wanted to – I was like, listen, my approach to this coming into today wasn't to discount the dominance of the Patriots. It's written. Their legacy is is there. And we only got a couple minutes, so I want to do this real quick. I decided to look up some of the best quarterbacks in the NFL history – that hat. So we're running out of time, everybody. We, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, it's good, good seeing you. Come on over to the Patreon. <laughs> Where is it? I looked up all, all this stuff. We're only going to be here a couple minutes. Where is we're it? We're going to add 30 minutes to the show. I, I, he's officially retired. He's <laughs> So his official statement is we will never see it again. He's really milking this, eh? For fuck's sake. <laughs> I think he thought you were actually ending the show. Should we just call him? There we're waiting is. for you. What the fuck? Mario had to go get another beer after that one. He's like, I'm out. Holy fuck, you milked that one. I thought the Oscar. I thought you were about to go to end the broadcast. <laughs> no, I just fucking with you. Okay. <laughs> I was, like, I was just right. sitting there. I'm like, oh, he's really fucking milking it. And then, no, I literally was like, I was like, okay, I get to go to the bathroom now before we do Patreon. <laughs> no, go ahead. Give us your numbers. Okay, so I, I decided to look up some quarterbacks that were very successful over a 10-year period. So Joe Montana, over 10 years, lost 47 games. Big Ben, 47. You know what? The, the closest guy that got to him was Peyton Manning from 2002 to 2012 because he missed a year in 2011. 40? 38. That makes sense. Those, those were good Crazy, players. right? But, I mean, and Aaron Rodgers in there, he lost 45 over a 10-year span, but he didn't play 160 And, and like 17 uh, playoff games. But I will give you guys the, tr- <laughs> the ultimate trump card. 10 years in the NFL. 
amassing a record of 104 and 16. Autogram. Nathan Peterman. Autogram. Autogram. He went 104 and 16, went to 10 straight title games. Did the NFL exist then? He he went three and three for the NFL championship, but the Super okay. Bowl didn't exist then. It was from 46, 1946 to 1955. He lost 16 games in 10 years. Oh, they, they played with like six people on both <laughs> people played on both sides of the ball. He was like quarterback slash wide receiver slash They went both ways, but not the way you do, Quant <laughs> But the point is Oh, there it is. There it is. There it is. We almost made it. We almost made it through the whole fucking show. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> One hundred three. I will acknowledge the dominance over the last ten years, or, or for that ten year span of the New England Patriots. You look at those numbers from those quarterbacks; they lost at least ten more games. Peyton Manning, in his case, lost three more, but he won only one title. Didn't go to five Super Bowls; he went to two. I have to bow down to the dynasty. Oh, oh. A little bit of breaking news here. I I think I think this is this could be a uh, a big news. Colts tight end Andrew Ogletree has suffered a torn ACL. Ooh. And he is out Ooh. for the season. That's not good. Uh, he's been a Ooh. standout at Colts camp this year and was seen yes. to be the starting tight end of of Indianapolis. Uh oh. Meaning this is no longer the best team Matt Ryan has ever played on. Matt Ryan's in trouble now. <laughs> Just when he finally oh. had the best team ever. No, but that's a blow. That's a big blow. Yeah, that's, that's tough. A, that's a big blow. That that has that has a streak going on our show as well. Of making yes. fun of the best team Matt Ryan's ever yes. been. <laughs> I will make fun of that the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence, I love you, but I will never let that go. I hold I hold grudges for things, and as a lot a comment, I will never let go. All right, for real this time, I have to hit the music. We are running out of time. The Blundell Networks, like you guys are four minutes over, get out of here. Um, Toronto FC does have a penalty shot right now, though, so I will give the update here. Federico Bernadetti is lining up to take the shot against the England Revolution keeper. The shot is in, and it's a goal! TFC goes up 1-0 over oh. New England. Won't last. Guys, thank <laughs> you so much for uh, tuning in to the Who's Got Next podcast, and thank you, fellas. This has been... Um, so much fun mario's pointing at that sign that like and subscribe um i'm enjoying this new podcast i look forward to wednesdays and us being able to get together uh don't forget to go check out deanblundell.com dean blundell or don't forget to check out the dean blundell network over at deanblundell.com you can find my work over there you can also find hashtag sports over there as well dropping josh allen and buffalo bills hype videos and all that kind of good stuff uh, and that's also where you can find the Who's Got Next podcast. Check us out on rayroute.com. Find all of our content from the YouTube over there. Um, don't forget to check out my new show that I am doing for the Team Bundell Network, but also on here called Ray Sports Rants every uh, night around 10, 10, 30, all depending when the Toronto sports teams wrap up their games that night. Um, so I can talk about that. So tonight I will be covering this big TFC win. I mean, uh, we'll be covering what happens between the New England Revolution and the Toronto FC playoffs on the line TFC went up one nothing. Uh, don't forget, uh, check me out on Newsbreak too. I forgot to tell you guys my schedule. I got to do five Newsbreak videos tonight too. That's also on my my list. So yes, Connor, please send me some projects. I got things to do. So Mike, you know what? Don't worry, buddy. I can do. Don't worry that you haven't set up your camera and mic yet. You know what I mean? It's it's. I get it. You're busy. Yeah, and I'm busy, uh, dude. And uh, with all that being said, yo, 
Uh, check out the video I posted today, which is the highlights from our Patreon page. See everything that you're missing because we're going over there right now to do our Patreon, patreon.com slash DPN Sports. You get a whole nother live show every Wednesday night for, for five bucks, Connor. Five. What does one of your double mocha latte oat milk <sighs> coffees cost in the morning? God knows, pretty close to that. Who knows what so, they hit me for? Probably six. So yeah, so you know what? If you drink the one, if you drink oat milk, five dollars a month for the Patreon don't hurt you at all. Um, that's it. Until next time, Connor, tell me all about the Who's Got Next audience. They're as legit as the Pats, kid. everywhere the imagination dares it's for the open-minded the pleasure seeker it's jeff woods with the new podcast about relationships and sexuality theme-based with special guests blue hotel hotline and every episode climaxes with an adult bedtime story get a room and listen in at the blue hotel begins Friday, September 23rd. Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app.